0: Today on the Slab Stocks YouTube show, I brought on Anthony from Australia. It's the first Australian we've ever had on the Slab Stocks podcast. I've talked to people from Germany, people from the UK, of course, a lot of people in America, but this is a new perspective that I think you all will love, learning about someone who got into sports cards, built relationships, and really profited and collected at the same time and got some huge hits and some breaks. It's a great episode. I hope you all enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to another Slab Stocks FC show. My name is Aaron, your host on this soccer card show on Sunday, and we have Anthony here from Anthony Collects. He is bringing in the Australian perspective. This is the first time we've ever had someone from Australia on the Slab Stocks podcast, no matter the sport, no matter the topic. So, Anthony, thanks so much for joining me. Really happy to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, hopefully, I can give some insight, I guess, in, in, from the Aussie perspective yeah Um, we do have like a big i guess hobby enthusiasts a lot of hobby enthusiasts i should say in in australia and it's definitely growing as well and um i guess i can provide some insight
0: yeah let's talk about i want to hear about your journey like how did you even get into sports cards in the first place what are sports cards like down in australia i don't know if you i mean obviously you follow a ton of people from the us most likely in the card market space if there's any differences you see explain those or anything that you You've learned through collecting and being in australia it's awesome
1: yeah um i'll touch on how i started um i guess collecting cards as a whole i started when i was very young um i remember when i was like four or five years old uh they had a pokemon tour i think it's poker tour in in sydney and i remember going with one of my family friends there and we had the cards he was a couple years older than me and he would end up with the better cards i would trade with him so that's why i started with pokemon and then uh sports cards specifically so 2004 was the euro um where greece won and i'm greek and so that's kind of what got me into awesome. watching soccer and it was a big thing here especially in, like the greek community in australia which is quite big um and then 2006 world cup came around and that was the first time we actually had cards I think sold at like pretty convenient locations like corner stores and uh, one of our big like wholesalers had them readily available and so me and my cousin shout out Michael um me and Michael would we would collect these cards and whenever like his mom would you know take us shopping or something she'd buy us some or when my mom took us shopping she'd buy us some and I still had them and I, I remember show me let's see today so what actually happened was Michael was very good at soccer, and I'm not that good at soccer, but I, I enjoy collecting the cars and enjoy watching it. And he's a big Arsenal fan. And I remember, at the time, he wanted all the Tyrion Rees, the 2006, like the hollow foil Tyrion Rees, and then I just wanted a bunch of players, like just a whole different type. I'll show you a few. So I was really big into Brazil Ronaldo. So I've got oh, him. He's dude, a dude. I love those cars. Yeah, these cards are beautiful. Yeah, um, that's great. so I had these were all just like sitting out of uh, only a few of them were sleeved, and they're just sitting out of uh like you know a case or anything, just yeah. sitting around. And I remember seeing them one day. I'm like, no way! And this was this year. That I ended up finding them. So I got Kaka. awesome, um, Ibrahimovic. Well, that's a nice like one. a whole. And like I spoke to my cousin, and he's got. The, the whole folder full as well, and then we've got um Zidane, let me get these up Zidane, Balak. But then the big story was at the time I really hated United, and if you can remember, I'm pretty sure it's that World Cup. Uh, Ronaldo had a big fight, Cristiano Ronaldo had a big fight with Rooney. Um, I think it was the quarterfinal, semi final, and so that was the reason why I actually traded the Henri for that Ronaldo. Ooh. So I end up being that Ronaldo and then that Messi as well. Oh, yes. So they're, they're pretty – they're in decent condition. I, I do want to send them off just to get great, just for like sentimental reasons. Yeah, you got to do that. It, it was just funny. I found the whole set and and, and I'm, I'm really happy. I've got a whole bunch of bases, but they're pretty bad, like badly damaged. The ones that are really good are the Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. I think they were like in the middle of the, the deck, I guess, and they got kept pretty well. That was awesome. so that was back Bacteria. then. Yeah, and then and then I remember watching Gary V last year. So this is fast forward, I guess almost like 14 15 years. Fast forward to end of last year, I remember watching Gary V and talking about sports card investing. I'd been watching Gary V during school. And then it wasn't until March this year I went to Melbourne, which is the city below us. Uh, I'm from Sydney so Melbourne's just uh, the second major city and I went to Melbourne with my girlfriend Daniela and she I was telling her about sports cards and we ran into the store and they had sports cards pretty ve- readily available at the time mm-hmm. um basketball and I was I wanted to What's buy the sports name? Cards. you know what I think it's called um Hobby World or or Card World one of the two Nice. It's in one of the big malls in in Chadstone, the big shopping mall, and they had um optic Donruss at the time, mm-hmm. optic, and they yeah. had a, a lot, they had a lot of NBA hoops, and in Sydney we didn't have any. I, I remember vividly looking for basketball cards and couldn't find any, um, especially like from like our uh, major like retail like your your guys Walmart and and um, stuff like we call them Big W places like that. didn't have Mm -hmm. a basketball card so i bought some and i remember danielle took them off me and started opening them and it became like almost the way because she knew i was into basketball she started trying to learn the players from that and so it became almost like a like a bonding thing where yes she would read out the players open the packets and and just like oh okay who's this guy and i'll be like just tell me who it is tell me who it and it'll be zion i'm like it's zion i knew (laughs) zion was you know, at the time, I was watching the basketball as well. Yeah. And it just became like a really good like bonding like thing between us. And, yeah. and she loved it. We came back to Sydney. We actually went looking for basketball cards. The only ones we could find from a store called The Gamesman, um, NBA hoops. We bought every single one they had, ripped them all that night. Um, so I've got a whole box of like the green NBA the teal, hoops. Is it the teal explosion cards? Have you no, seen? no, these ones here. Not even, not oh, even the, the green um, ones. These Dang. are Australian uh, exclusive, apparently. Hey, those
0: things are rare. I remember someone showing me a Zion they, of that, and they're rare.
1: They are, yeah. yeah. So I sent off um, all the Zions and all the jars that I had that were green. Um, nice. I once um, shout out Dennis because De- Dennis is one of Daniela's friends, and she got, he got me um, like he got me more into basketball basketball cards and he explained that Australian exclusives are extremely rare and when I put them up on eBay I was getting a lot of like messages saying you know like can you ship to America I'm like okay let me look into this a little bit more and then that's how the hobby um that I started getting into the hobby nice so yeah that's so awesome, and I know you just story. said
0: that you sent you sent some of those Zions and Jaws off to get graded, and you're planning out with the Messi yeah. and Ronaldo. What's that process like? How difficult is it? That, is there a lot of cost that, to you incur? Yeah.
1: yeah, that that's. The, I was going to say the two big things about being in Australia and and the hobby, access to to retail product and hobby product is very. It's kind of difficult to get. Um, you got to know the right people, and and there's a few stores that we'll get into, but grading is huge. That's a that's a really big issue, and I know the UK people and and the people in Europe have issues with grading.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it it would be good, and I think it'll eventually happen, especially with PSA getting you know bought out over the. I was just going to bring last that up. Week. Huge story. I really do think that there there'll be a couple other locations where grading gets done locally because if they have someone a a office in australia that captures the asian market and if they Mm -hmm. have an office in the in europe that obviously catches europe you split it up into three it's a huge um yeah they general. for sure they have to
0: go that way they got to open offices in the eu and yeah. australia be massive for the industry be massive yeah. for those people that want to collect there get so many more people involved because i can't even tell you and i know you understand this but those watching how much grading helped to grow the industry in the last year yeah. to two like it makes it so much more understandable for people it's a really huge deal
1: yeah grading i didn't i submitted my first batch of cards to grade we i go through a guy called um uh lee or lane lane um through psa submissions australia he's really good very helpful very quick to to respond to messages anything you need i submitted my first batch in september and then due back end of december um and those cards were i think majority soccer apart from the nba hoops the green ones um so the, the soccer cards there were really – it was very tough to pick because the grading costs are quite expensive as well. You can see that there's – because you're paying for the shipping, obviously, back to Australia, to America, um, insurance, I guess, for him as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I had to be very selective with which cards. And I submitted them all as the under 500 category, I think it was at the time, just to get them back even a little bit quicker because the, the under 100 – which is now changed to under 200 i think yeah. is um is it takes like 6 to 8 months yeah
0: it it does it takes it, it could be upwards of 9 too if you
1: like submit yeah. directly to PSA and stuff it can take forever especially with like the way that even soccer i mean soccer soccer cards in august were going crazy and now you can mm-hmm. see they've cooled down a bit yep so if you had got your graded cards in august and and had them if you paid a little bit extra for the quicker submission you'd have them back you could sell them and turn over like a, a quick profit
0: mm-hmm. yeah definitely matters there for sure talk to me about, about buying and selling and what that's like do you source it from ebay are there local people that you do a lot of deals with like what's what's the biggest way you buy cards what's the biggest way you sell cards in australia singles that um, is not
1: not sealed product singles yeah sealed products yeah hold another story but singles ebay has been the biggest thing uh by far, like eBay, I would say 90% of the singles that I've bought have been from eBay. Um, we do have a really good um store, I guess, and, and they've turned into online called Cherry Cherry Collectibles. Yeah. They're pretty well known. In, I know in Cherry, the hobby. um, yeah, yeah, they, they're very Grayson. That he, I think, he's the the head boss there, and he's really helpful. and, and He's been listing singles on his website and a couple of times, like they you can you can buy from them make them an offer and they're pretty lenient with their offers and i think they overlooked a lot of soccer early and i kind of caught them out a few times like my biggest win so far i would say is uh a Grealish kaboom was he he listed it at 200 and i offered him 80 australian which is about 50 us and he accepted and now that card is gone up crazy and that's off at PSA, but singles, Facebook Marketplace, um, Facebook groups more than marketplace. Uh, there's a couple of good ones, but is the, that like Australian groups, only groups that you're in? Like, yeah, where? Th- there is one one uh, relatively decent sized Amer- uh, Australian soccer group called Soccer Cards and and collectibles. Um, but it those groups don't really get enough traction to to get some good sales in. Uh, I sell a lot in soccer Breakers FC, which is Cyrus um,
0: yeah he's
1: like trade and sell group. He doesn't really interact in that group. that's just run by a couple of his admins and mm-hmm. and they sell there and one of the admins is Australian, so he's quite good and lenient towards us Australians if we list in a Aussie dollar and yeah you know, it's favored in American. but so singles are Facebook and eBay definitely nice, that's awesome.
0: Have you given any thought to coming to America for the national next year? Is that something you ever considered? I, re-
1: I really have. And um, I, I recently, t- to sell my cards, so we went to the buying, I'll talk about selling. I, I started a website to list my uh, singles and to list right. any seal product that I got. Um, so collectconnect.com.au. Um, and, and I built that just to, to one, build a brand and... I guess in the same way Slabstock. stocks is like synonymous with you and it's nice to have that brand behind you exactly. that you can build and, and get mm-hmm. people to know you are oh, this is collect connect uh, Anthony collects and I like to have that together and hopefully next year I've built it up to a stage where I can go to the national and you know meet people from America yeah. and from all, all over the world and then it'd be nice to like see everyone and and interact and trade cards I guess and, and buy yeah and sell that'd be cool i
0: mean we'd love to have you there i'll have a booth there with uh Slab Sox team so it'd be really fun to meet you in person too and to have others it, it will, you know, interact will. there yeah. yeah and i mean there's so many you know events that will be going on too even outside of the national like ryan card collector too he has a huge trade night we're planning an event yeah. as well so it'd be it'd be a blast all right so you talked about a huge success you had with the greelish kaboom what's a failure you've had what did you learn from it and how can you take that knowledge going forward
1: the the biggest I got very lucky. Um, when I first got in, around actually the biggest win I should say was the when I was opening the cars with Daniela. Mm-hmm. I went on eBay and, and at the time I was really big into FIFA, uh, which is huge here. And and I, uh, that's a whole different story. FIFA yeah. and the hobby when they integrate, it's over. Like NBA is one thing if half the people that play FIFA, even 10%, FIFA combines with the hobby, it is, we're talking a yeah. huge amount of money coming in. Yeah. But I was really being into FIFA and I thought, since then I you know, like learning the NBA players, I'll buy some Prism World Cup soccer. And yeah. they were selling here for $10 a pa- for a fat pack. And yeah. I bought, this guy was selling three packs, sold, bought all three packs, came and she hated them. She's like, I don't like the look of these cars, she didn't like any of the players, but if she had just said that she liked them then, I would have bought so many more. And that's, I guess you'd take the wins with the losses. But those World Cup cards were, were I sold quite a few. out of Neymar and, and Mbappe, I sold those. But I started getting into the, the silver prism. So this is probably my biggest L so far, which is quite good. Um, so De Bruyne silver prism. I bought for like 120 US and US, now it, yeah he's obviously dropped quite a bit it, i've seen some sell 20 30 us and it's a it's a decent l but i'll take it the only other thing i can think of was those euro select boxes um mm-hmm. i think that product was a bit of a it was a bit of a miss They had some hits in it but it, yeah, was the- a, it wasn't as as big as it lived
0: up to it's interesting because I love Select for Basketball. It's my favorite basketball brand that's put out yeah. there every year. I was really excited when I saw that Euro for 2020 was going to get the Select treatment. And then they released the checklist and there's no Ansu Fati, there's no Erling Holland, there's no really yeah. big name. Like These are names that haven't even had that many cards that really could have taken this set to a whole new level and Huge it didn't happen. One. And it's, and it's a little disappointing. Dude.
1: Yeah, it, it is a little bit, and I think they'll learn from it. I think Panini will will bring up products that you know they'll realize the rookie logo is so much more important than having just the player. Like Joao Felix in that set didn't have the rookie logo, even though it's not his rookie card, which is for. Um, it would have been nice to to them see them. You know, Grealish wasn't in that set, and Greenwood wasn't in that set, and there's a lot. Yeah, of that, that would have been another big one. Me. Greenwood was huge. That was a huge yeah. loss. For and the sure, whole that... promise of the, the Beckham and Howland autos, that was a bit of a up in the air at the first they had them in. And I don't know what happened. It's interesting because if they just
0: like took their Chronicles checklist and like merged it with the Select Euro checklist, that Select Euro set would have blew it
1: out of the water. Massive. And, and yeah. that's my that's been my big hot take. I think Chronicles is still so undervalued. That yeah. box has so much potential to blow up. Um, I've seen it going for 3.99 US now it's at 4.99 US. I think it just keeps going. The, the rookies in that class are amazing. Yeah, what's cards, your thoughts oh, on that's the... that's what that's what I wanted to show you. Yeah, show me. This Let's is see. my when I when I first got in um I started entering breaks and mm-hmm. by some random chance this was one of my first ever soccer breaks right here. No Nessie way. Cracker, no 23 way. 25 23 yeah.
0: Is not expecting you to pull that thing out. Oh my goodness! Dude,
1: that's and shout out to box break. That's an Australian breaker. He's really good. Oh but my um, gosh. that blew my mind. And when I found out the value of that card, and when it got thousands, and I was, shy, it, it, I think the Ronaldo has sold for over ten thousand US. Dude, yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna hold this for and are many you- years to come are you nervous about grading that card sending
0: it away like is that yeah, why you that, that is
1: that i want to do that when i come to that that's usually in a safe I yeah i want to do that when i come to america i want to, I was I want to bring say, it in.
0: fly with you and then you can bring it in person definitely. drop it off and get it graded at the definitely. national or some other time that's probably the yeah. best way to do it because i'd be nervous sending a card that valuable overseas too it,
1: it, it'd be such like, a long wait i can think about like um if I was to send that off the insurance costs alone are, are crazy. And then you're paying for the grading cost, which is very expensive on a car like that. And it's just, I, I would rather, I would be feel more comfortable if I brought it to America, got it done one, two day. I'm not sure what the, the quickest way to do it is, but i definitely pay for that there and bring Yeah, it I mean, it, it's
0: it's gonna cost you that much insurance anyways, and you're gonna have to wait even longer right. if you were to send it like That's that. Right. So yeah. I might as well come and knowing. enjoy the
1: national. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Dang, awesome. Well, let's think about wrapping this up. I want to hear some of your like final thoughts for people that are looking to get into the space, they're looking to build a brand or looking to even just connect with others. What's your what's your biggest piece of advice for new people getting into the hobby, soccer, basketball cards, whatever it might be? Because you were one of those people, you know, a year ago. Yeah. I want to hear what your take on that.
1: I think a hugely undervalued um, like part of the hobby is breaks not even participating in them i learned some of them are very expensive but watching them you mm-hmm. tend to learn what product is going to be more important than another product i learned very quickly like prism was the one because the way people reacted to a zion um you know silver coming out in there screaming you learn <laughs> you pick up those like nuances and, and when that card yeah. got pulled the the chat was going crazy the guy that broke it was going crazy it, you know you learn which cards are more important why the rookie cards and there's a lot of really good info that you can pick up in the chat groups uh in in the chats of those breaks yeah so i think that's really really undervalued.
0: I and there's no expense there too for
1: soccer, that's right you just watch it you don't have yeah. to you don't have to always be in you know it's it's really entertaining if you find the right breaker for you Find someone that's fast-paced if you like fast-paced. Find someone that talks about it more if you like that. But for soccer, soccer is tough. When, when you first get in, if you don't know soccer and you haven't been had a background in soccer, you have to do your research, especially with the rookies, especially this season with the injuries. Um, and we haven't seen like – we haven't even hit middle of the, the season yet. And you know, coming into the Euro – I would look out for players that are going to play for the national uh, club next Euro. And then even if you've got the foresight to see the World Cup, if you can buy players that are going to feature in there, you, I think you're in the money, especially when the world is watching an event like the Euro and the World Cup and you have players like if Greenwood makes that that English team and scores in, in the Euro at such a young age, huge potential. Uh, same for Grealish, the story behind him. If you pick up stories and pick up cultural relevancy, like I think Haaland is so loved by everyone because he's like this rebel. He came out of nowhere. And, you know, he had that thing with Mbappe and, and Neymar last year, the, the celebration. I think that little nuances, you have to dig in and do your research. Yeah. I think that's you'll awesome. do well if, if you really research your, your stuff and learn and have fun. Have fun is the most important thing for sure it is man go. that's
0: how that's how people stick around right that's how you're gonna stick around that's definitely, how i'll stick definitely. around it's having fun connecting with others and really learning and yeah. feeling like you're a part of something yeah. anthony thanks so much for joining me anthony collects go follow give? him on instagram go check out you said it was collect connect is the place collect to find
1: connect. you um, yeah go check out i'll do slab stocks five a little gift code any singles on there and five there you off go and,
0: Look at that. Anthony, yeah, tossing not? a little gift code. That's awesome. That's very <laughs> nice of you. Thank you so much. This was SlabSucks FC. Thank we talked about me. NBA cards, though, too. This is a great podcast to learn if you're internationally, or even if you're American, to learn about what it's like being overseas, maybe being in Australia, collecting, investing, trading cards, getting to breaks. Anthony, so much to learn from you. So, thank you so much for joining me. This was SlabSucks FC, and I will see you all on the next episode.